bringing it home with Sarah and Tanil. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. How are you today? Ooh, I tell you, February, and we're just rolling along. I know we're mid mid month here, aren't we? Mid month, so we've made it halfway through. So we are halfway through winter, basically, right? I'm tired of being cold. I'm ready for <laughs> summer already. When is that? <laughs> It's a minute away, so you're going to have to wait a minute. <laughs> well, yesterday was Valentine's Day, so hopefully we've done all the candy eating we're going to do and That's all right. that kind of thing. That's right. So now we're headed in a new direction and talking about something. Okay. We kind of mentioned how we're halfway through winter, and there is an issue that comes up for a lot of people in winter called seasonal affective disorder. Or sad. Right. S-A-D. Right. Sad. And so we brought in one of our friends. Yes. I'm so excited. We've got Michelle Atkins on the line. And Michelle is the county director and the FCS extension agent in Paris, Tennessee, which right. is Henry County. Michelle, how are you doing today? I am great. I'm so glad to be here. How are you and Sarah doing? We are great. And we're glad to have you on here because we want to talk about this seasonal affective disorder. Now, you know, I'm one of these people, I have the winter blahs from time to time. I mean, right. when the sun's not shining, it looks kind of dreary and it's getting dark early. And ugh, I'm yes. just over it all. <laughs> now, is that different from seasonal affective disorder or are they kind of the same thing? Well, um, the winter blues is a milder version. Um, SAD, or seasonal affective disorder, is a type of depression. Of course, that's related to the seasons. It usually begins um, about the same time each year. And um, it usually starts in the fall when the days start to get shorter and the leaves start falling off the trees um, and, and then continues through the winter months. Um, the winter blues is just a much milder version with some of the symptoms um, that are associated with SAD. Okay, so you mentioned symptoms. Can you share some of the signs that we need to look for? Sure. So with both SAD and winter blues, um, usually uh, you feel sluggish and sleepy, um, increased or decreased appetite, uh, depressed mood, uh, feeling less social than normal, um, and um, changes in sleep patterns sometimes happen, uh, fatigue and decreased energy, just the inability to concentrate, um, and then uh, sadness, sometimes anxiety, and sometimes even hopelessness. Um, mm. One of the big symptoms of SAD, though, is, is irritability and just, just kind of social, just kind of withdrawing from society. Wow. Yeah. Now, Michelle, I don't think you mind me mentioning, you struggle with SAD yourself. You have seasonal affective disorder. Is that correct? That's right. So could you talk a little bit about some of the things that you personally go through during the winter months? Sure. I will be happy to. Um, so uh, several years ago, I would lay in bed and cry. With, I withdrew socially. I didn't want to do anything in the winter. Um, and this was before children. I think children, my children have helped that somewhat, but um, I, had, I had those symptoms. So it's taken me years to figure out how do I uh, control this and be happy in the winter? Because just like in the fall, um, I'm not a big fan of fall just because I know what's coming next. Sure, mm. I like the bonfires and the um, uh, pumpkins. Pumpkins. <laughs> yes, yeah. pumpkins. I love, love all of 
that, but I think it's just the knowing that winter is next. So some things that I do, um, I always try to make plans for something in the spring. So I have something to look forward to. Um, This year with COVID, um, you know, it's kind of hard, but we've we've planned a trip to uh, a camping trip in March that I'm looking forward to. So I have that to look forward to. Um, If you know me, you know I'm an avid exerciser. I love to exercise, and a lot of that is is, um, releasing some of that irritability and um, just an overall better sense of self. Um, Keeping the lights on in the house. My family sometimes just gets really irritated with me because I'll go in the house and turn on every light. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd be coming behind you turning them on. I'm like, save money. But I hadn't thought um, about that before. Mm. Yeah, but it is. It does help. Um, I get up and get dressed every morning. I, I feel like that helps me. Um, I have goal. I make goals. Um, I can. I connect. I make sure that I get out and connect. Last night I went to a charcuterie board class. Oh, how fun! Yeah, it was great. It was so much fun. Wow. Um, you know, on pretty days, get out and walk. Do things you enjoy. Be mindful of the moment is a big thing and, and doing a gratitude journal and I like to do things for others whether it's um, you know volunteering sending cards just being um, a friend and vitamin D helps too. taking vitamin D those are some excellent ideas and I appreciate your openness with sharing because yeah. I think that Hearing your story will help people kind of know this is okay. It's normal. I'm not the only one. Right. Dealing with oh, this. Yes. So exactly. on, on that note, how common is seasonal affective disorder? And do you think some people are at a higher risk than others? Um, so this really surprised, surprised me. SAD affects about 6% of Americans, actually. Um, That's a pretty big chunk. Yeah, it's a lot uh, of people. Yes. Yes, and about 15% uh, of people in the United States have the milder version known as winter blues. So that's that's a lot. Yeah. Um, but some people are more at risk than others, and um, research has shown that SAD is diagnosed four times more often in uh, women than men. Oh, that's interesting. Um, mm. Yeah. So I guess men just don't care what season it is, huh? Well, see, my my boys at my house, they this is their favorite time of year because they're out in the woods hunting. <laughs> Maybe that yeah, explains I mean, the difference. This is there. their fall and winter is their time. <laughs> you were right, Sarah. You're, yes, my, with mine, with my men too in the house. So yes, I believe it. Wow. So you gave us some really good ideas for kind of coping with SAD. If we've got anybody listening that says, hmm, you know, these are my symptoms. I deal with this. Let's just kind of review some ideas again with what we can do. Uh, You said be mindful. Can you talk just a little bit more about what you mean by being mindful every day? You and I task. I've never heard that before. I, so that's like one task, right? And I don't know at how a time. To do it. No, I've never done that or heard of it. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so hard for me too. But just just silencing your mind. Yeah. Um, 
your phone, turning off your email, closing the door to let your mind focus on the task at hand. Um, just it, it, it just brings mindfulness into the task. Taking time away from technology. That's a that's Ooh. a really great point. Yeah, that is. That is. And, you know, being creative, I know you talked about journaling, and I know some people have other outlets for yes. their creativity, whether that's writing or painting or creating music or yes. whatever it is that you enjoy doing. I think the key is just finding something that you enjoy. Right. You know, don't let that stop. And I think when you're creative, we tap into different parts of our mind mm-hmm. and wake back up, you know. We yeah. forget it's February. Yeah. Because we're too busy drawing and writing. Yeah, having fun. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> ourselves. Um, Michelle's idea of the gratitude journal. Yeah. Wow, I think that is really something that I would like to do. It is. Yeah, at the, at the end of the day, just write a list of five things that you were thankful for that day. That's really great. Mm. Well, and you talked a lot about the connectivity, staying connected with other people. In the safe way, you know, since we're in COVID. Right I know now. that's challenging during the pandemic. Yes. Uh, Michelle, how would you suggest that people connect since we can't always be together physically? Yes. So, um, like I said last night, I went to a charcuterie board class. We went in. We were we were six feet apart. Everyone everyone wore masks. Mm-hmm. And um, we went in. We had a we had a a place set up for us already and everybody just went in and sat down and you know just staying apart but you could also do um, other things um, you know uh, volunteer mm. so, social yeah. distancing yeah um, because that connects but it also gives you that feeling of wow I'm doing something for somebody that's so true you know with my kids um, not you know seeing all their friends as often as they have and just you know, there's really not a lot of birthday parties or, you know, no youth group at church right now and things like that. We've called a couple friends and met to go do a hike. Be outside together. Yeah. You know, not a large group. I'm talking like four people, you know, or five people. Or let's take our bikes and meet at the bike park so they can see each other and talk. You know, yeah. you're, that, this connectivity is important for kids, adults, all ages. And you kind of tapped on into something else that Michelle mentioned about her physical activity, yes. her exercise. And I mean, y'all, the listening audience, Michelle is like a power exerciser, okay? <laughs> yes. And now I understand a little bit more about it. I mean, yes, yeah, she, she wants yeah. to, you know, stay fit, but she also, you know, is dealing with sad. And yes. this is a good way to get rid of some of those negative emotions, right, Michelle? That's right. And you have to pick choose something that you want to do. Um, and like to do. So, and research even shows that exercise can be effective as drugs in some cases. Mm-hmm. So it's just those endorphins, those good feeling endorphins. Well, that's a great way to take care of yourself. It is. You know. It is. And to be active all in one. <laughs> it is. But spending time in nature, like you mentioned, Sarah, is also just such a good way, especially during this time and uh, in winter. Just getting out in the woods and hiking or doing something fun like that. Oh, Michelle, are you saying I have to go outside? <laughs> Tamil doesn't like going outside on a warm day. <laughs> open your open your blinds. Oh anyway. gosh. No, I'm with you. I feel so much like if we do a family hike that night, I sleep better. I feel better. Just that 
fresh air in my lungs and just, it's so true, Michelle. This is all such good information. And I know we've got listeners who might want more information or some links to your online resources. Michelle, how can people contact you uh, if they want to know more about SAD? Sure. Um, they can contact me by uh, calling our office, our Henry, Henry County UT Extension office, um, or emailing me. And I'll be happy to share my email address. Okay, give us your email address. Okay, it's M Atkins, so that's M-A-T-K-I-N-S, the number one, at U-T-K dot E-D-U. That's great. So people can feel free to reach out to Michelle. Michelle, thank you for being on with us today. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for asking. I enjoyed um, sharing with you today. And we know that spring will spring up soon. That's right. <laughs> That's right. In the words of Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live. Until next time.